0: Vegas Bad Boys Podcast presents Matt Michaels. People, I don't hate. Hey,
1: everybody! It's Matt Michaels here with DJ Impact on the Bad Bad Boys Vegas Bad Boys of podcasting, and today we are joined by a man who will be competing at Samstown this Saturday, November twentieth at seven PM. At Impact Wrestling's Turning Point, Mr. Eddie Edwards. Eddie, man, what's it like being back in Vegas, brother? I know you just came in for the last tapings. Is it great to be in front of the fans here again?
2: No, it's, uh, I can't even sum up in words how it feels to get to be back in front of that crowd. You know, the, the fact that we're traveling again and then we're back in Vegas, Sandstown, we have the crowd. I mean, you know, at Bound for Glory and the set of TV tapings that followed, I couldn't have been happier with the crowd that was there. Man, it was it was an absolute blast. And you know, it's it's one of those things where you know you don't really know what you have until it's taken away from you. And when during the pandemic, when we're wrestling in front of no people, we're going out there, everybody's busting their ass. And you know, it's nice to have that crowd back to feed off of. It just gives you that that little boost of adrenaline that you need when you're hurting. When you're you know you're 25 minutes into a match and you're hurting and you you feeling it, you look over and you see that or they're chanting, it's like, all right, that we I can do this all night. I can do this all night.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely, man. Listen, uh, when you ask fans, um when they uh like when they think about impact wrestling, who comes to mind? 90% of the people I get always says Eddie Edwards. How do you feel knowing that you're associated with such one of the best promotions in, in Impact Wrestling right now?
2: You know, the, that's my goal. This, this is what I want to do. You know, I, I I am a guy I want to represent Impact Wrestling. I, I've said it before, and I'll say it time and time again. I want to be the one who's waving the Impact flag. You know, we have guys and girls on our mm-hmm. roster who believe who believe in what we're doing. And I've, you know, I've been in this company for almost eight years for Mm -hmm. a reason. I'm here because I believe in what we're all doing. We're all on the same page. We have the same goals. We want to put the best impact wrestling out there that we can. And that's what we do each and every time we go out there. And it's, you know, it's an honor to be one of the guys that, people think of. And, and I enjoy being in the locker room and having, you know, guys and girls come up to me and then ha- we have a nice conversation back and forth. I want to be that guy in the locker room. I want to be the one that can help out the next generation behind me. Cause that's what happened to me. We're paying it forward. You know, that's what happened. And I'm proud to be one of the guys right now, just holding that flag, waving it wild.
1: You know, and speaking of that, that attitude, of being uh, like a locker room leader or captain, um, you had appendicitis and you were still, you know, working through it. What is it about that mindset? Um, whether it be, you know, simply through a match, like you said, 25 minutes in and, and, you know, getting that extra adrenaline to complete it or doing something where you're wrestling through an injury. In your case, that was a major injury. Does it ever seep into your head that while you're doing this, all right, you're all good. And then when you get backstage, it's like, what am I doing? Um, How does the people around you, knowing that you are now hurt or, you know, working hard, how does that affect them to see you as a leader um, and not showing signs of, of, uh, you know, wanting to uh, just kind of, you know, go in the corner and cry because you're in so much pain?
2: You know, it's it's one of those things that, it's kind of I wouldn't say it's completely unspoken but it's one of those things where in wrestling not very often are you 100% you know it's 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 very few and far between especially you know at this point for myself I'm almost 20 years in at this point so you know there's bumps and bruises everybody has bumps and bruises but again you know I I talk about the pay it forward type thing but I remember you know when I was new in locker rooms and I would see you know I sign on to Impact Wrestling, Kurt Angle, who was beat up in the back, he's going out there and he's having these absolute great matches and not Mm -hmm. saying a word, not bitching and complaining, going out there and doing his job because it's what he loves and it's what he believes in. He wants to do that for the company. I think one of the best things about Impact Wrestling is that we have that solidarity back there. We have... It's you know it's it's cliche and it's overused and I, but I'll still say it. it's like you know that family atmosphere. You know, we had we had the, the brothers and the stepbrothers and the sisters and you know yeah. the crazy uncles and everything in the back, you know, right. like everybody we all believe in what we're doing. We all everybody pulls together as their as a support system. Everybody has their you know, everybody has their close group who's there who who knows their deepest, darkest secrets, and then the rest of the crew, you still pull together for each other because you know what the goal is we know what the goal is we want to go out there and have the best match possible because that's what we do well professional wrestlers we're all crazy anyway we want to go out there whether hurt injured or, or or whatever appendicitis it don't matter you know eric young i wrestled eric young in nashville during the pandemic and he had a torn acl at the time mm-hmm. you know and he he didn't even know you know yeah. it's a, one of those things he didn't even know so that's just the mentality that a lot of guys and girls have in wrestling in general but especially impact wrestling. And if somebody gets hurt, I, I can say this for a fact, because I know somebody gets hurt in the ring or something happens, you know, everybody pulls together and, you know, you're, you're going to find, you're going to find greeting cards in your bag the next day. Hey, hope you feel better or sent home with the wife or you're going to see all, all the outpouring of support. And at those moments, and people are texting you and messaging you, it's like, it all makes sense. This is why I do it. We do it for each other, and we do it for ourselves, and we do it for the fans. Right? Yeah, absolutely.
0: And I just—I'm just curious. What did your parents think when you told them you wanted to be a professional wrestler? That's the first question. And then the second part is, if you wasn't being a professional
2: wrestler, what would you be doing? To- God. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, when I told you know my family that I wanted to be a pro wrestler, I wanted to start training at killer Kowalski's. School of professional wrestling, you know, it was one of it was one of those things where, they're like, oh, okay, and I know for a fact that you know I, I have two brothers. I'm the middle child. Imagine that. I'm the middle child. Um, imagine that. You know, they, they fully supported. They loved it, of course. But I think you know, my parents and grandparents, they most likely thought it was a phase. Like, oh, okay, sure, go, go, try and do that. You know, maybe a couple, a couple of years, he'll have some fun. It'll be over. You know, fast forward 20 years later, here here I am. I'm still doing it. it. It got to a point where they knew they could see how much I wanted it and how I wanted to do it. And, you know, right. I wasn't, I, I'm not saying it was a good thing. I wasn't uh, the greatest student. I wasn't, you know, I, I wasn't the most, uh, I, I wasn't, <laughs> I, I didn't give my all in in school. I wasn't very motivated in school. I needed something in <laughs> And honestly, when pro wrestling came into my life and training, that's all I could do. That's all I could think about. And I think everybody in my family and friends, they they realize that. Like, oh, this is this is real. This is what he wants to do for a living. This is what he wants as a career. You know, and I and I they've been very supportive. I I've never had any, you know, knockdown down drag out arguments with my family members about it. So that's that's a good thing. They've been very supportive all along.
1: And, and speaking of, uh, you know, schooling and, and you're saying that you weren't the best student, it's just to me very ironic that you've published now two children's books. <laughs> uh, Anything is possible, The Eddie Edwards Story and An American Wolf in London. Uh, man, how does that feel to know, A, that when your daughter's old enough, her first books will be Eddie Edwards books. <laughs> and, and two just to know that, you know, when we were kids, Eddie, you had such a small selection of stuff, to really understand, um, you know, the stories about wrestlers, basically wrestling magazines, pretty much. But you couldn't go into a library and, and pick out a children's book where you could see pictures and kind of get inspired. What is that like for you, knowing that you're creating a legacy for kids to understand the business?
2: Uh, first, I, I forgot to answer the second part of the last question. I don't know what I would be doing, but that's pretty much it. I would probably be... You know a, a long tour truck driver that would be that would be what I'd be doing, which is yeah. nothing wrong with that cause I would do that um, sure. but you know it's it's pretty awesome to be able to do that it's it's something again it's like you know you go back to when I started my career, even halfway through my career, and tell me that i was going to you know there's going to be children books out about it and one you know it's going to be about my career it's going to be about me as a a werewolf in london i i i wouldn't believe you um, but i've always You know, I I think the later it's gotten into my career, the more I've always wanted to kind of, to try to give back or do something more where, you know, I love professional wrestling, but it can be, I don't know. It can be a very, you have to be selfish to be good. Sometimes you have to, you know, put yourself first. You have to be willing to travel all the time and all this stuff. But at this point, it's like, I want, I want to try to use, any type of notoriety or my career, anything I've concept I want to try to use it to help and put something back, something good back out there. And, you know, I, I got approached by a great artist, Mark Polton, who, who's done a lot of great comic work and everything. And he came to approach me with the idea of doing the first book about my, you know, my career, which at that point, you know, I had recently won the GHC Heavyweight Championship in, in Pro Wrestling Noah. Uh, as the only foreigner to to ever hold that championship and it was kind of like perfect timing and it really hit home with me where, you know, I went over to Japan when I was 21, 22 years old and I'm living over there and I'm training in the dojo as just a trainee and there were moments where I I, I didn't know if I was going to make it through it, I didn't know if I'd survive it, I didn't know if I could succeed there let alone ever win the heavyweight championship. That wasn't even a thought for me. So to be able to get through that and and finally it culminates with me winning that title that the greats of Misawa and Kobashi and Akiyama, those guys have held that Mm -hmm. same world title. It was like, you know as corny as it could sound, anything is possible. You know, like, I, you know I took that obviously from, from Kevin Garnett and my Boston Celtics when he, they won the world title and he screamed, anything is possible. That's something that obviously has stuck with me for forever. Um, but it's also something I want to try to show that it, we can do it. If you, if you really have that drive, if you do have that determination, if it's your dream to have this happen, whether it's wrestling or or mm. basketball or whatever it is, whatever yeah. lane you pick, you can do it if you if you put it all into it. If you're willing to risk it, if you're willing to, to put it all out there, you, the dream can come true. And the best thing about it is to have it for my daughter and say, yeah. you know, this is this is the true story of, of what I of what you know the craziness that I went through. And this it, it's possible to to achieve your dreams. And uh, one of the best things about the book is at the end, there's a picture of, of me, a um, bunch of little kids with all different, you know, career choices, ones like a judge and race car driver. And it's actually all, all my nieces and nephews and my daughter, Mark actually drew them as each person. And that was one thing that I really, I, that was the best thing that I took away from it. was like, I just want to have these kids in the book so they can turn to the last page and I can be like, that's you. And, uh, you know, and
0: just have to be a part of it. Man, that's awesome, Eddie. Look, I'm. And if, and my last question to you is going to be about Moose. But before I jump over to that, because we got to talk about him, uh, just for right. our listeners, I just want to mention um, with Alicia Edwards. Man, someone that's in the same industry, the same company, and many times you guys share the same ring together. It, it's not too many people to have all three of those occurrences happen at
2: once. How awesome really is that to be able to share that moment? You know, it's been great. It, it really is. You know, at first, you know, when, when she signed with impact, it's like, all right, well, now we're going to be, we went from, you know, me traveling and her doing indie shows and us kind of being on a different schedule to being like, all right, now we're going to be with each other, you know, 24, seven, we're going to be traveling together, rooming together, you know, it's a bit daunting at first. Cause you don't know how it's going to go, but right. you know, it's been, ama- it's been amazing from day one, just you know, from the little things to, you know, I know she's going to be with me. She, she's like my security blanket. I know she's going to be with me. I know that I have somebody else who's going to wake up at 4am to go to the airport for a long day of travel. I know she's with me. And to be able to do the stuff that we've done and impact in the ring. I mean, you look at bound for glory. You know, me and yep. my wife go out to the ring and we get to beat the hell out of Moose with kendo sticks in front of a crowd cheering. It's like these are right. things that, you know, as you said, these are things that not many couples get to do. Right. And it's, it's, it's a great journey to be on. And it's great to see her development and how far she's come since she's do- joined the company and everything she's doing. Mm-hmm. And just how uh, I see the respect that she has for, you know, wrestling and for impact wrestling and the love she has for impact. But I also get to see the love that the company as a whole has for her, and it's it's really yeah. cool to see that happen for us so to do it together. It's, it's next level, man.
1: Absolutely. Just real quick before DJ get into that, a quick follow up: yeah. Is there any um, any apprehension by you or fear, uh, you know, when you see her going into the ring, uh, and there are certain spots that are you know fairly? Could be brutal or dangerous, especially when you're dealing with, you know, weapons, candlesticks. Do you ever have that anxiety that you know, uh, or are you totally, uh, you know, appreciative of the fact that she's trained, she knows what she's doing, and she can handle herself out there?
2: Yeah, you know, I, I think you know, before going out there and stuff. Obviously, you know, you, you know, I'm not overly concerned. I don't think she's overly concerned. You know it's a risk, but that's whether I'm out there with her, or whether she's out there wrestling on her own, or no matter what we're doing. Well, you know we're risking it when you go in the ring. It's just how it is. But we also have the utmost confidence in each other. You know each other's ability. I know what she's capable of, and I know she can protect herself. And you know, obviously, things happen that can't be controlled. But if you go out there and you're, and you're a little worried or you're second guessing, that's when injuries happen or that's when things go bad. So we're just kind when we go out there, we are very much in the moment. Like, let's just go out there. Let's make this the best, you know, match or, or pr- program or whatever promo segment that we can. That's always our job.
0: Yeah, so Turning Point, of course, is going to be this coming Saturday on the 20th here in Vegas. Sam Towns, we we're excited. Uh, man, I got to tell you, uh, Moose, I, listen. I'm a fan, but you can't trust this guy, all right? And he's for, he's forever betraying you, Eddie. Always betraying you. If it's not in a tag team match in 2018, he's putting some uh, um, 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 chair around your neck, leading up for Bound for Glory. This guy just has no respect for you. What? How are you gonna handle him? Because you know he just don't care.
2: You, you're telling me like you gonna remind me? You gonna <laughs> remind me? No, I. You know, it's, uh, I I think the best thing about it is we do know each other so well. You know, we've gone from days of traveling together and rooming together to, you know, what it's turned into now, where that's obviously not happening these days. And, you know, we have such a long history, you know, wrestling-wise, personally-wise, the stuff with my wife, Alicia, that he's been involved in. Right. it's It's a very storied history. So I think going into it, that's the best thing about it because you know i know what he's gone through i know who he is i know at this point i know how he thinks i know his mentality i know how he's thinking go into it and i think mm-hmm. the bonus the bonus for me is i i've been that world champion before i remember what it feels like to win that world title to win that world title two times to win that world title and go out there and you have that pressure on you. You have that pressure that mm-hmm. you're putting on yourself. Yeah. You have that pressure that the, the, the company is putting on you, that the fans are putting on you. Yep. You got mm-hmm. that extra added pressure, which before becoming a champion, you don't know about that. Sure, you hear about it. But until you are that champion, you don't know what it's like to carry that burden with you. And it takes a yeah. while to get used to. It takes a while to get used to. So I'm looking forward to putting him – in the history books, is one of the shortest reigning champions in the history of Impact Wrestling. Where I'm gonna, awesome. you know, the goal is to take it from him Saturday night, and it's gonna be, you know, with me and you know with Moose. I'll say it. We're gonna leave that all out there. You know, Samstown yeah. is gonna be Samstown's gonna be riddled with our body parts after this match. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm sure the EMTs are already booked, so don't worry about that.
0: <laughs>
2: you know that, my friend. Um, as we uh,
1: get ready to wrap up here, and, and again, not only is it turning point, but uh, we also got to remind listeners uh, that we're also talking television tapings on 21st and 22nd as well. So please uh, get your tickets, uh, come on out, support Eddie, support Impact Wrestling. It's very important. Um, let me ask you, Eddie. Uh, I grew up in Chicago, um, saw the White Sox win a World Series, saw the Cubs win a World Series. What was it like for you in terms of the Red Sox winning the World Series? And was there any other championship that was more special to you from the other Boston teams?
2: I mean, the Red Sox, just the Red Sox beating the Yankees in the ALCS in 2004. (laughs) Like that was, I I mean, the the parties and the chaos that was going around in Boston was was insane. That world title win. Was obviously so very special, and I, like I'll never, I'll never know anything that compares to the level of chaos it was. That those nights after those wins and the parties and in the parades and everything. Um, for me, I I've always been a big Celtics fan since I was a kid. I, I went, I rode with them when they had some rough years. where they were, you know, they went the season they went eighteen games. I that's right. I was supporting them, and I was there. So two thousand eight. When they win that that championship, man, that was that was special. And that hey, that's that's the anything is possible. That's the yeah. Kevin Garnett moment right there. Um, that was very special for me as well. I mean, I how it's hard to choose as a Boston fan. Come on, we got Patriots, we had the Bruins. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I you know, what do you want me to do?
1: And and <laughs> ironically enough, you get to face an ex Patriot for the championship on Saturday at Sam's Town. Uh, But But in all seriousness, let me ask you about that. It, how cool was it when Moose, you know, came into locker room, he's starting up and here you get a chance to talk to someone who was coached by Belichick.
2: All uh, right. You know, it's, we, I mean, we'll still talk about it now, but that was, that was everybody's first time, especially for me, as you said, being a Patriots fan, like that was the first thing. So, Oh, what what's Bill like? What's Tom like? What does Tom do? Does he talk to you? Is he cool? You know, like, uh, I'm a little schoolgirl. Like, tell me, tell, what did he do? What, what would he do? What did he drive? You know, like what did he wear? You know, what he smell like? That was that type of stuff. You know, uh, <laughs> you know we, we that that was that was pretty cool. And it, and it was also cool because obviously my family is big. Our big sports fans, big Patriots fans. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you know, this moose who is, you know, one of my best friends at the time. It's like, you know, he, he played for the Patriots. And like, of course it's it's cool to get the get that little pop and, uh, and and tell people how how he used to play for the Patriots. And that also goes into the whole story of of, of you know, you can't deny the fact that Moose is is an superb athlete, top level athlete. And a guy who left the NFL to become a world champion pro wrestling there it is yeah you have to respect that whether you like them or hate them
0: eddie uh uh these are my final words here i just want to tell you man that i love impact wrestling i love what you guys are doing i have access tv on direct tv i'm always on our wrestling podcast telling the guys i'm always excited sometimes i go on and on and matt michaels get on me like okay man we know it's great but it's just so much things good things you guys are going doing over there and I just want you guys to, to stay at it, man. You don't, you don't need to have large ass crowds and shit. What you guys are doing is just right on point and just keep doing it. And uh, I thank you, Eddie, for what you've done for the business as well, man. And and that's from the bottom of my heart.
2: Okay, thank you guys. And, and and the support, the support does really mean a lot, man. Like obviously the pandemic threw a wrench in everybody's plan, plans in the, in the whole world. You know, we didn't know what was going to happen. And, you know, being back in Samstown with that crowd that we had, man, it's yeah. it's it's amazing to have it. And thank you for that support. We we truly do, as you said, that that family atmosphere. But Impact Wrestling, we believe in what we're doing, and we're doing it for the fans. We're doing it for the company. We're doing it for pro wrestling because we all we all love pro wrestling. We yeah. that's why we that's why we're all here, man. That's why we're doing it. Pro wrestling is our love, and let's just do it together. Let's enjoy it together. Let's make these. Let's make these special moments. Like, I mean, turning yeah. point, I, I always try to think it's about making these memories, create these moments that will live on. And, you know, they'll be in the opening package for for impact on access, like these moments, these special moments yep. of people like, I could, like that was, that shit was crazy. I can't believe I all that type of thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, Eddie, I just want to say as we uh, thank you again for uh, joining us today. Um, there are some of my favorite things in Boston uh, is uh, the mighty, mighty Boston's, the dropkick Murphys and Eddie Edwards. So that's a pretty good list right there.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll take that. Woof, I'll take that list. And again, everyone,
1: it is going to be Impact Turning Point on Saturday, November twentieth at Samstown here in Las Vegas. Also, if you can't make it out to the show, you can order it on, uh, or actually, it's through uh, was Impact uh, Plus. The Impact uh, yeah. yeah. So um, you know, sign up for that, and, and you get access to great, uh, you know, events like Turning Point. And again, there are television tapings then the next two days on uh, Sunday the twenty first and Monday the twenty second. Eddie Edwards is going to play. A big part this uh, weekend here in Vegas, and uh, you know, we hope that you hit the uh, gold jackpot at Samstown, man. <laughs>
2: that, that, that's always the goal, my friend. Hit the gold jackpot, hit the Boston knee party, wrap it up, yeah. head back to Boston. That's the goal, my friend. I'll take minute, it back. What's mine? You
0: can't hold me down. I am the fire. Whoa, ooh,
2: ooh. Ooh. That's what I want. To, that's what I want to hear this week. I want to hear that Saturday. I want to hear that loud. I can't wait. Can't Absolutely. wait, guys. Thank you very much for having me, yeah. boys. I appreciate the support and thanks for for promoting Impact Wrestling and just you know the support of pro wrestling in general, man. Thank you, guys.
1: Appreciate yeah. it, everyone. Eddie Edwards, thank you all for tuning me in. And until next time, we'll see you then. The
0: biggest Bad Boys are podcasting.